Hello and welcome to this episode, Reframing the Dark Night of the Soul as Purposeful. Ironically, this episode's coming out on Valentine's Day, which doesn't seem fitting, except I do believe at the depth of the journey within and what I'm going to talk about, it is about accessing a deep place of love inside ourselves. So the dark night of the soul, it actually can be traced back to the 16th century. um, St. John of the Cross, initially, um, it can be traced that far back to a poem. And, you know, he's a Roman Catholic. And it's been used many times to describe this spiritual process that happens in our human experience where it's dark. It doesn't feel good. It can mirror depression. It can mirror time periods of isolation, um, uncertainty, loneliness, loss, the feeling of the unknown. I can't see my future. I don't know where I'm going. This feels terrible. I can't get out of bed. And while there can be lots of physiological factors to that, I mean, sometimes it's hormones or maybe there is depression or chemical imbalance or nutrition deficiencies or anything like that, that might be on the medical end that could be contributing to these feelings. Sometimes when people are in their their dark nights of the soul, it is a process of incredible inner transformation externally or to connect externally in the world. It can feel like I can't. I, I I can't socialize and I don't want to reach out from this place because it's too hard to explain. It's too hard to communicate. It's too hard to express and put words to the entire inner process that's happening that can feel feel heavy. And sometimes people will say, I don't want to infect somebody with how I'm feeling right now, even though I know that this isn't my ideal state, even though I know there is a light at the end of the tunnel. Where I'm at right now is not a social place. So it can also feel hard to engage and connect with in the world, coupled with the fact that sometimes societal expectations say things like, you know, you should snap out of it, or there's a medication for that, or we, you know, what's wrong with you, or let's fix this. Instead of holding the process of the tunnel of the dark nights of the soul as a normal progression that we might go through to be able to shed the layers, to be able to allow a deep grieving process or to be able to to let the system deeply reset and detox and come become in, and come into connection with the the pain in the body sometimes on the spiritual journey you know the, there can be the expectation that we need to problem solve or fix the deep feelings that are going on. And while we want to feel, you know, really good, there also is something to be said for a a shedding process that allows, that, that calls us inward to feel the pain, the past, 
or whatever it is that our body's saying, it's time to shed this and let it go, but you've got to go through it. I remember when I've been in moments, I mean, fairly recently when there's been this sense of a lot, you know, burnout and a lot on my plate. And every time I turned around, there was something else being handed to me or I needed to deal with. And it created this incredible pile up that I couldn't get out from under coupled with my own inner shifting that needed to happen. And I remember feeling at the time where there was a, you know, people were wanting to reach out and, and, and even then it was like, I don't need people necessarily to help me feel to not feel this. I know I need to go through this. I know I need to go through and feel the heaviness, the the ancestral, the you know, the 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 patterns, the belief systems. I know I need to move through it. Do I need to stay stuck in it? Not necessarily, but I know I need to move through this time. So if you identify with any of those experiences I've just named, most likely you've been through some level of this dark night of the soul. Also, you know, the, there is something else going on here. So I want to explain it a little bit more on an energetic level. So we in our body carry a lot of layers of conditioning consciousness in our cells and in our energetic system that might be uh, comprised of a lot of different things. I mean, some of it's about our soul our soul's blueprint here, who we are as a human being combined with belief systems and emotions and energy that we might've been raised with, coupled with what might be going on intergenerationally. And all of this forms facets of our, our ego or our conditioning. Dark nights of the soul are very mystical times. And what they do is they call us into a cave time, a very introverted time where there might be the need to pull in and and, and verbally or non-verbally, cognitively or subconsciously start to process our, our, our attachments to the world, our identities that we're shedding. It, we go into the cocoon, and in that cocoon phase, there is a, a gestation. There's a lot going on internally where the soul might be deciding what it wants to keep and what it doesn't want to keep anymore. But here's what's interesting on the energetic level is that we have this powerful central channel in the center of our being, and it runs from the crown of the head to the tailbone. But other names for it might be the pillar of light in the body, the channel of grace, um, and also is the Shashumna Nadi. And it's got other names, but what it also is, is our mystical channel. It's where our soul communes with higher consciousness, with divine light. And in those dark shadow times, we might be reconciling a pretty strong and significant ego that keeps us 
from having such incredible connection to the divine. And it's one of the reasons why we might go into the introverted state because the extroverted state or sort of expanded state might keep us in horizontal connection with the world around us energetically. We might have to show up, we might have to, you know, engage in the world. But when we go into these internal states that the dark night might bring us into, there is a profound call inward to experience the mystical. And the mystical in some cases needs that, it needs the frontal lobe to quiet down. It needs us to go into the deeper states of consciousness through meditation, through breathing, through being, through allowing the emotional body to release And even deciding for ourselves, what are the belief systems or the feelings or the consciousness that we have been operating from that may not be part of the next journey. And interestingly enough, sometimes dark nights of the soul precede the opening. They precede the next journey, the expansion. And we might actually be in some cases, afraid of that light, afraid of our light, afraid of what we might be stepping into in on the next journey, the next evolution. So our dark nights call us inward and they ask us to face the fears, to feel the past and let it go, to call from within ourselves a deep inner state of connection to the light within us and to establish more of this mystical prayer channel inside ourselves. Sometimes in those dark nights, that's where people might say, quote unquote, find God, that sense of God help me. (laughs) I need to move out of this. I need to go. I need to release. I need to surrender what I can't control anymore. I need to let go and shed the layers. And I don't even know what those layers are. But what I do know is I'm held back and I'm stuck and I've been afraid and I don't even know whose energy I'm operating from anymore. So I need to let it go. I need to be with it. And that may take a little while. And there may be days where it feels good. Like it feels like, okay, I'm in, I'm, I'm, I'm in this inner state and I'm offering clearing and I'm choosing to release and let go. And then I have moments of feeling, wow, something lifted and I feel lighter. And then the next morning you wake up and here it is again. I'm not through the tunnel. I'm not through the tunnel. But when we're not through the tunnel, I'm just going to invite you to keep in your mind's eye the horizon or the light at the end. And the light may feel really far away, like really far away. And then as you move through this cocooning stage of allowing your body to move through and gestate and release and feel and let go it may start to move a little closer. Like the end of the tunnel doesn't feel so far away anymore. And that's progress. That means you're you're healing. 
you're making you're making moves you know in in that direction and maybe in this dark night of the soul process it's about reading books or listening to meditations or taking long baths or going for walks or you know maybe not answering all the messages or the phone calls or whatever might be needed from the outside world and maybe it is cuddling up and just being and knowing it's okay to just be and simmer and allow this process allow yourself to be held in the process of this this cocoon stage so in that in that tunnel there is prayer there is lighting candles there is a mystical experience of allowing you as a soul to make some decisions about what you need to let go of and what you don't need to carry forward anymore in this next leg of your journey and as the layers shed there might be anger and there might be grief and there might be a lot of expression that needs to happen but you'll get to a point where the wings from the cocoon the little butterfly you the wings start to sprout and there's a sense of hmm you know something shifting and then it may get to the point where that unfurling and that spreading and that expansion of the wings branch a little further and that there is a blossoming an opening but it's about this emerging of your deeper self the emerging of the deeper self might happen because your heart chakra shifted the heart chakra this beautiful center of your soul it's the power center that connects us to our our callings and to our soul's callings and to love and a connection kindness generosity compassion but it's the back side of the heart chakra that starts to expand more op- more and open up to a greater sense of mission and purpose when we go through these dark nights and when we connect divinely and allow that prayer channel to be open in the back side it's through it's the the back of the heart that the wings are connected to and this is of course metaphoric but the sense here in this metaphor is that i am no longer closed down to my higher self my infinite potential i'm starting to allow in my day-to-day life for there to be this knowing this sense that i am divinely connected in my day-to-day and maybe pre dark night of the soul my ego is running the show and maybe through this dark night of the soul i'm humbled a little bit to to bow into the reverence of this deep divine connection that's available to you and to everyone but it's a it's a very mystical and energetic experience in the body and it's another way of thinking about it is front body is how we engage in the world in from the ego back body is how we engage with our soul and the divine connection mystically and our dark nights take us into that back body and say okay how much are you willing to expand and grow here into your divine connection and into your soul connection with yourself 
so that you become absolutely sure, absolutely connected to your intuition and your soul's light in your day-to-day life. Okay, you're ready? Then we're going to shed some blocks. We're going to shed some layers. We're going to shed what keeps you from being there and what has kept you from being there all this time. And so that dark night is that deep introverted space to rebuild the divine connection within you, to allow the mystic, the creative, the the artist maybe, or maybe the visionary or whatever it might be, the helper, the healer, whatever it might be inside you to emerge from within so that you can live more whole, more integrated. And that again, it's almost like thinking about it this way from the path of evolution. It's like we're leaving the era of time where our spirit our soul and our body needed to be disconnected to survive in the societies we live in. Are there still societies that need us to stay fragmented? Maybe so. Yes, I would say absolutely. But that's not the era we're going. So if you're called into your dark night, you are the pioneer in your own existence, in your own life to shift that paradigm, to say, oh yeah, I'm ahead of the curve. I'm not here to stay fragmented, to stay stifled or suppressed on a soul level anymore. So I'm going to go through the tunnel and I'm going to shed layers and I'm going to grieve the past of what was expected of me for generations. And I'm ready to access my calling and who I'm here to be. And so that takes us into the back body. It takes us into the flow of grace and the nourishment to your soul, specifically to the backside of the heart. So you can live more divinely supported, divinely connected. So in those cases, the dark night of the soul is purposeful. And sometimes when I talk about purpose or teach about purpose, it's such a, you know, mental concept, or it's a, we know it's a calling or it's a heart concept, but purpose, we can't always find it in career or out there. The ego can't always find it. It's actually located in the back of your heart. That's where you have to meditate on it. That's where we need to say, God, grace, universe, divine, what's being asked of me in this life? What am I called to in this life? That's where you find your purpose, back of the heart and our dark nights of the soul help us get there. I hope this helps. Many blessings to you. I hope there's these insights supported you. If this has ever been your experience or it's the experience of someone you know, you can share with them this episode. Many blessings. I'll see you soon.